0: Lawyer Talk, talking Law, here at 511 Studio C, Lawyer Talk coming at you yet again with more riveting information about the law, the legal system, politics sometimes. The long arm. The long arm of the law, the long arm of the felony murder law, we'll explain that in a second. Um, but first, I just saw a transaction here at the Lawyer Talk table um, Mr. Beard himself, Jeff Lynn, has lost his wallet.
1: Yeah. Attention, Costco shoppers. Yeah. It may be a Costco. There may be, some, may be some Costco were stuff. Were you trying on, like, some sport jackets or something, and maybe you slipped the wallet inside, and you're like, oh, this looks good.
2: I wasn't trying no, I wasn't <laughs> no. trying to, as, as, as good quality, as good a quality you're going to find at Costco, I probably should be buying my sports jackets there, but no, so I just, I, I grabbed a few things, you know, went in there, I, I needed like five things and I was coming back from Union County and I just did it, started to rain. I'm guessing that I put it like in the little place where you put like a kid, like sat it there when I was loading my, my car up and it started to rain and I, I bet you I left it in a cart. but they're lo- they're looking for me. Have I you did left, cancel all you, my cards, so there's nothing, There's nothing. can't go buying five TVs or anything like that in says Costco. That,
1: he says it like he's left kids in the, you know, where, he leave, where he kids. Kids. you know, where like, he leave, put yeah, kids, where you leave kids. Yeah, a little riding area there. The kids hang their legs off. Yeah. Did you have the beard in your identification, or is there no beard on that?
2: There's no beard. There's no beard. Nobody would recognize me. Yeah. So that's the other thing. The problem is, like I go into B&B and be like, I copy my license, man. And they're going to be like, this ain't you, bro. Like, that ain't you. First of all, you're way heavier, and you have a massive beard.
0: Well, uh, a couple things just came up, though. Jared was kind enough to loan him a couple hundred bucks because you can't even go to the bank.
2: Well, I mean, I think I have a passport. I just don't know where it is. So if I go to a bank and get a temporary card, uh, they're going to be like, well, where's your ID? I don't have any. So I'm screwed. And even if
0: they if even he did show it, they'd say, well, you, you have a beard, and now you don't. Yeah, a I mean, now. right. This
2: a picture you don't. It might not be good enough, yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway. So, then, I, I don't know. I wanted to just take a couple seconds before we talk about felony murder, juvenile justice, and all the other good stuff that's happening here in the big city of Columbus, Ohio. But uh, you wrote a check to Jared. Jared and, Jewelers. And there was, some, there was a little bit of joking around about what it was or how it is. And I just thought maybe take a couple seconds to explain what's happening. You know, everybody writes, pay to the order of. And you remember your commercial paper?
2: Yeah, yeah, man, I learned, I didn't take commercial paper, but I had to take it for the bar, right? And I learned it like yeah, the it's basics.
0: A, it's basically a, you're a third party or the bank becomes a third party and, uh, and you're ordering the bank or you're requesting the bank to pay Jared money. You have, you have paid to the order of Jared. That's order paper. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's you're, an instrument. Your yeah, it's a it's a it's a commercial paper. It's an instrument. you taking a good instrument.
2: look at that. Yeah. Check
1: man. I don't know if you think. Well, he's that, like this is.
2: Bonked. He's staring I'm, at I'm that. I'm looking at it,
1: and it, I, I've I've been known to do this too, and a lot of people do. You have two, then you go into hundred, and half of it's in cursive, half of it half of it's not. What's in cursive? Right there, the 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 end. Oh of no, the I just trip. ran it together, man. That's that, that's my chicken scratch. I don't write cursive. Let me see that thing. Well. That's that's cursive. They're the dread.
0: Of the hundred. Uh, of the hundred. I mean, yeah, maybe. They're connected, but I'm not sure that's script. The art is connected, connected script. I I print like that. My my printing is connected. I have a hybrid. I do too. Yeah. Then I looked at it, it says
1: and no sense. Yeah, that's what I've always done. I don't write a lot. I bet you I've,
0: man, I'm tired. It actually does. You spell that no sense. I always put zero, zero over 100. That's what I do. Yeah. I, I, do I do
1: XX over 100. Yeah. Yeah, I just mm. do no sense in a line. Why? And that's why do also, I, do I that? saw who, Derek. Uh, who, who, who taught me the that? The guy works with Derek. Know. He writes out of the change. So like on there, he'll add the slash 100. And over top, <laughs> like if it was 23 cents, he would have
0: 23. Yeah, that's just nonsense, man. Yeah, it's just and way then too he much had right. that written over the 100. Now, these checks are too small for that. It'd be hard to write twenty three and no, no you got a big I mean this the is sort of thing like I first need, grader the other thing right.
1: I need to get is I, I
2: got these mileage checks I'm just holding on to, Steve. Like I I gotta get the do you have the thing where you take a picture on your phone and it just goes into your account? No, I do not have that. I mean All I right. think I think right. I have the availability. You I think my bank that. has it. It's there, but you I got don't Chase. I
0: don't yeah, have no.
2: that no. I have US bank, but
0: that's your first problem.
2: On the Huntington app, I well, can do it's that. US it's U.S. Bank. A it's there. the bank of the U.S. Like, why is that not the best bank? Yeah, because it's the government. <laughs> like, <Not> fifth, third, <laughs> What if right, U.S. Bank.
0: Know. My bank does it. Chase does it for me. Well, anyway, a couple of tips about checks. First of all, it is called order paper. That means it is paid to the order of Jared Blinsky. Now, this is to be distinguished from bearer paper. And bearer meaning the person who bears it. So we're not talking about, like, big, fluffy, mean grizzly bears. We're talking about mm-hmm. those who hold it, who bear it. And um, remember uh, Beverly Hills Cop? Beverly Hills yeah. Cop, yeah. Yeah. One of the Murphy? The underlying crime was they stole a bunch of bearer bonds. Mm, by, uh, yeah. uh, Mikey Tandino was his name, I think. Stole a bunch of bearer bonds and got shot by who became the investigator in Breaking Bad. Hmm. Forget that actor's name. little history there. Yeah. yeah I love it's that it. movie, though, too. But that it's is a ordered, long time. Period, not bearer paper. Yeah, so bearer you, should, bonds, you might as well
2: just duct tape that thing to a basketball because that thing is going to bounce.
0: So bearer bonds are, are things that just because you have them, they are cash, right? It, it is a You can go to any bank and you bear the, it's yours. Now, if you've stolen it, that's an underlying crime, and that's a problem. Now, here's, here's, here's a, the, another lesson. If you just say pay to the order of Jared Blinsky, now, if I find this check, and I try to go cash it at a bank and say, look, I lost my wallet, just like my buddy the Beard. My name's Jared Blinsky, and they cash it. Um, I have committed a crime, but the bank ultimately will be responsible for that because they dealt with a the thief. They dealt with a crook. Yeah. And uh, they didn't get sufficient identification. <clears throat> and, and, there's, and there's
2: multiple things that come out of it. So let's say I know I don't have that money in my account. I'm just writing it because I want cash from you, yeah. and I'm just going to let it bounce. You are well, grinning the pen, the, I, the pen that I wrote with is now what?
0: Yeah, that's a criminal tool, perhaps. Criminal tool.
2: Yeah,
1: because I used it to commit my crime. Now on the check here it says says (laughs) Jeff (laughs) Lynn, but where the endorsement goes, he wrote Spalding. It's guaranteed guaranteed to bounce. It's like the Spalding basketball boy. I'm running the memo, idiot.
0: Now flip that over. You see where you see where there's a place to sign it? Yep, right here. I have To endorse it. So endorse it, meaning the back. Uh, so here's, here's the thing. If I just, if you just sign that now and put your name on it and lose it at Costco next to his wallet. And you write to Steve Palmer on it. You don't even have to do that. No, I can just take it. It's bearer paper then. Mm-hmm. Bearer paper. Now, if I wanted to protect it. So let's say you just signed that and said, here you go. Just take it. I don't have my cash. I lost my wallet here. Take this check. It's good. I promise. And then I am scared because now it's bearer paper. Anybody who picks that up can just go cash it in theory. Now, most banks, by policy, probably wouldn't do that. But it, I can just go cash it. Uh, I would write above that, paid to the order of Steve Palmer. Check now, cash. Now it becomes order paper again. Now, if Steve Palmer, or I say pay to the order of Steve Palmer, and then I endorse it under yours, now it's bearer paper again. And so on, and so on, and so on. How about that?
1: But now when I put this into my account and they find out that he has insufficient funds, my bank is going to charge me $20 or something like that for the bad check. And I don't get the money. Right, because you dealt with a crook. Yeah. Wasn't that fun? I didn't know this day was going to go this route. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I didn't know sure. that I was
1: going to get on the beard scam.
0: A little Article 9 commercial paper lesson Ugh. here at Lawyer Talk. None of us know what we're talking about, but uh, I think I'm pretty much accurate in that regard. Uh, So that's uh, the difference between order paper, paid to the order of, and bearer paper, just an endorsement. Uh, There's a couple exceptions. You can write for deposit only. Checking the cash. See, this is
2: why Steve's good on the radio when he does the the free legal advice on the Blitz, because he can just answer, like, I can't rattle off what you just rattled off. Article 9. I just can't. My my brain doesn't function that that way. I just can't do it. You just pulled that out just by seeing me write a check. I know. It's sick,
0: really, that that stuff exists in my brain. Think of all the wasted space, all the the little... uh, molecular things in my brain full of useless knowledge like that. <laughs> Bear paper and order paper, but it's sort of interesting. Most people don't realize that when they write a check. And there's a couple other rules. Uh, I don't think you can post date and, and say, I didn't intend the money to be there. I think you, the check is what it is when you give it. Uh, and post dating, it doesn't mean that it's not a bad check. If you, uh, somebody goes and tries to cash it, cash it. Uh, the other thing is I think the written words trump the numbers. the numbers. In other words, yeah. if I were to write 200 in writing or like, like Jeff did, 200 and no cents, but up in where you write the numbers, it says 300. I think the written words prevail. Although again, I think by policy banks mm. are probably saying, hmm, it's a little sketchy on that one. I don't want to cash it. By
1: policy, the banks are looking at my handwriting. and They're like, we have to go by the number. They aren't going to be able to figure yeah, right, out what's right, written right. in there. Yeah. It's
0: weird
2: that's that way, too, because, I mean, I understand why it is, but you'd think more mistakes would be made on the more that you wrote.
0: You I know don't I mean? know. I mean, well, just you don't, don't want someone putting a one in front of your two oh, to make good, it 1,200 that. or yeah, an extra yeah, zero. Point. And that's why you yeah. draw the line all the way out mm-hmm. so it can't be so it can't changed can't be later.
2: And then you can always use it up by putting and no sense. That's, that's three no words, dude. It just blocks out that space, man. This is senseless. Good to go.
0: Totally senseless. I got a check. We got a rent check around here. Uh, that's a security check. So a lot of people have check scanners. Like you were just talking, some people on like on Chase, you can take a picture of your check, it scans it. We have a we get a rent check, and you take a picture, it's blank. It doesn't let you scan it. Hmm. Really? Yeah. So it's some kind of special paper that you can't pick it up. Yeah, it's special super paper. Huh. It's like invisible paper. I remember it. Wait until well,
2: Jerry gets to the bank. That's what I just <laughs> handed him. Is <You're laughs> <right>? they're like <laughs> some child. Like, this. Wait a like minute.
0: Just had writing on him before. <laughs> it's disappearing now. <laughs>
1: disappearing
0: ink check. I <laughs> yeah. like your style. <laughs> but think about like credit. I use credit, I use credit cards for everything I do. I use credit cards. I use checks. I okay. use cash. So every time you take credit cards at, over there at Advanced Vapor. I do. Vapor Westerville to meet it, it all buy, your vaping needs. Equipment, yeah. I'll gladly uh, liquids, gladly take everything. all the vape products today for a check. I, have I have, you, ever, yeah, have you ever seen where
1: like sometimes they're like if you use a card they add three mm-hmm. percent. Yeah, yeah. You, just so everybody that's doing that and is doing that, you're not allowed to do that. No, I think they I change you, you can't do that. I
0: think they've chan- they've laxed the rules on that. Well, it, it goes card by card by card. It's, by card it's not
1: totally like by the law, but like let's say that Visa found out that you were charging at extra three percent. Yeah, they could pull your Visa card. You know I mean? they are they be- charging
2: it only because Visa is charging them, well, correct?
1: They, yeah, and that's yeah. why people using yeah. a user fee. Yeah, that's like the courts do, do that. The American Express is ridiculous. It has well, to You, you don't there, take it American that's Express, Yavich and Palm, yes, because of that, that. Because of that, yeah, yeah.
0: it has to. It, it, it that's your. I think that is tied not to a a uh, legislative enactment or a law. No, it's tied to your agreement with a credit card company. Yeah,
1: that's that's where it's at.
0: And I'm going to guess that the government the court in this situation has probably negotiated some agreement with the government that they're okay to do that but it sucks I mean it, look at it this way somebody comes and pays legal fees for us and we always put our money in our trust account uh, because that's the ethical way to do it and I have to take the money into trust and then I get zapped on the back end out of my general account for that money I mean we, we you know we, we have to still have to pay the fee yeah but think I was just gonna say think how much wonder what that has done to the economy Almost every transaction, or some majority of the transaction That's now a lot of money. has added 3% to everything. So do you don't think people just raise their prices to reflect Well, they either? got
2: Ashton Kutcher has that app out now, right? He's part of, he he uh, put money in, into that. So I think what the app is, it ties to your bank account and it rounds up everything you buy and puts it in a separate saving account. So oh, yeah. if I bought like a McDonald's burger and it's, you know, a buck 75, that 25 cents would go into a savings account. So all the what you purchase is round numbers, and then there's like a savings account. It's actually pretty kind it of won't cool you concept. not give twenty
0: five dimes unless twenty five dimes meet your change needs.
2: Just to, I guess for the millennial saver that doesn't want to actually sit down and save,
1: it's uh-huh. like oh we'll just set up an app for it. It's like oh Ashton Kutcher's got my back. You know I saw a guy buy a donut and a coffee at a gas station. And there's like a stale day old too. You know, and I think his total was something like a dollar And I see him handing a card over. That's me. And I was I do that too. I was like, man, now there's like he's gotta sign something. There's paper involved in this. There's no signing. There is no under twenty bucks, I don't think you have to. There's fifty or something. Well, there's still. Really a dollar twenty seven. And by the way, don't
2: be dogging donuts, Dale Donuts, man. You zap that for ten seconds in the microwave, dude. That thing's good to go. You just dunk it,
1: get it in your coffee. Are those keto friendly? I don't know. Yeah, those are keto donuts I for doubt. sure, dude. There's no there's no sugar carbs in those. I, I don't think so. But yeah. you know, you don't want to lose your MasterCard or your Visa, especially. You don't wanna you don't wanna upset them to where they're like this, we're gonna pull it, you can no longer accept it. Because the majority of the transactions, at least at my store, are Visa followed by MasterCard, and then you break it down into your Discover and your few others, you know, Diners Club and whatever. You take
0: the Diners Club over there? I
1: accept. I got. I accept Diners Club. I've never seen one. I've, I, I mean, I do accept Diners Club cards. That was like one of the first credit cards.
0: Yeah, Diners Club Visa. I remember yeah. the Visa and uh, yeah. Right.
2: We
1: we do accept it.
2: Why yeah. does it? Why does American Express? Why is it so bad? My dad. I remember. I specifically remember when I was a kid. My dad traveled a lot for work, and we went on vacation one one time, and he was trying to use American Express somewhere. He's like, I just want to use this American Express card, and we would go to dinner or whatever. And they'd be like, "No, nah, sorry, we going to take American Express." He's like, "I don't know how, why I have this card. I've traveled all over the place. Nobody takes it. It's always a pain in the butt." And it, so even back then, I knew that. And then when you said, "No, nah, we don't take it, dude," it's this whole big long story. We don't take it here. Just don't take it. Yeah, don't yeah. take them.
0: And I used to have one because their benefits on the backside were better. They were the best. But nobody would take it. So and it's so cool. They have
2: cool commercials, man. You got to be cool to have an American Express. American Express Platinum whatever, card and all yeah. that crap.
0: Yeah. So it, it has a lot of, I think, back-end value for the user. So they have more assurances on uh, maybe uh, getting frauds and other things for, the, for us, for the consumer. But it's a pain in the ass. you got to pay more points if you're the merchant. And uh, just don't do it. I mean, I just decided a long time ago. No way. So.
1: Um, yeah, the deal I had, I, it came down to worked a worked really good deal, but it's a nickel a swipe is what I have to pay. Unless it, it's Amex.
0: So you just got a flat rate Nicholas Swipe. Nicholas Swipe's
1: where I got, except for on an Amex. And I think Amex it starts out, you got I gotta pay a yearly fee to them to to be able to accept it. And I think it's something like thirty cents, man. So that's why everything is .05 at the vape store. <laughs>
0: five
2: dollars
1: so and five cents. What's I know where it's coming what's from. What's your now. average
0: transaction? Did, average
1: did transaction's you? about I could look it up, it's uh, twenty six dollars.
0: That's, toward, a, that's yeah. a pretty good rate you got there then. Yeah. I mean. Uh, no,
1: it's, it really is. A, it's a great rate. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of companies out there that are always, you know, bidding for my business. And I'll have people come in and, you know, they'll be like, well, we've got this plan. And I just grabbed mine. And I lay it out to them. I say, can you beat that? Well, i And tried. they'll look through it and they'll be like, no, no, I can't beat that. I'm <laughs> like this. Well, if you could, it's game on. And you got, you've got, got $5 hot and ready's
0: next door. Yep. So don't waste a trip, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what are we talking about today? Are we talking about anything other than this? Yeah, let's talk about this crazy case. All right, so every, anybody who's listened to the historical episodes, now historical, now like 100 back of lawyer talk. Yeah, we never had a celebrated, celebratory... The millennial? ...100 episode. Yeah. Well, this, let's just mm-hmm. make this, this that. This could Yay. be it. Yeah, we did it for 100 years. Um, so I we did a juvenile case, a big one. It's gotten some fanfare, and uh, I... There's another one going on. It's happened back in November that had had some interest to me. Uh, it's now resolved. We'll get to that in a second. But uh, a young man named Julius Tate Jr. was killed by police. Um, and, I, and I think what happened is it was a sting operation where there was a Craigslist uh, transaction set up. And there was I think they probably had some tip or something that uh, Mr. Tate was engaging in robberies on these Craigslist, Craigslist transactions, so the, the police set up a sting. Now, in the course of that, uh, Mr. Tate uh, got mm-hmm. shot. The police shot him. Uh, now, so th- this just brings all sorts of- inter- What were they doing? It was a burg- robberies? I think it was robberies. It was like,
1: you know, someone gets on Craigslist and they're yeah. like this, no, look at no, that $3,000 oh, okay. computer. For two hundred and fifty dollars, yeah, okay. I'm yeah. game, and I, yeah. all I got to do is drive to some alley in the hilltop.
2: See, in that, posi- in that position too, in that situation too, you're almost almost the buyer is exposing themselves probably too. Because there's that pesky receiving stolen property law that says, if you should have known,
1: right, or reasonably should have based known. Based on the price yeah. of some of these items. You you pull so up at a Walmart even though I'm a making dude, that up, I don't know what the prices now, were, now, where they were at.
0: Now, here, here's the Columbus Alive article. And you know what? In our, remember, Bill, we met with uh, a reporter from the Columbus Alive. Oh, yeah, right? think, uh, yeah. He actually gave us it, the best mm-hmm. and most honest, fair interview and reporting on our case, on our uh Yeah, Yeah, he was very good. And and really took his time. And it was fascinating because I can't say that about the rest of the media coverage of that case. I mean, it was... uh, He actually listened to us. He sat down listened to us, followed up. There's
2: a a prosecutor. No, I'm not going to drop her name. I don't know if she wants everybody to know this, but she has a daughter that's working this summer doing an
0: internship there. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's in journalism. I heard that place is really hopping. I heard it's alive. It's alive. All right, so here's what they say. Columbus Division of Police shot and killed Tate. During an undercover investigation into a series of robberies tied to in-person sales arranged via social media websites, according to CPD, as reported by the Dispatch, uh, a SWAT officer who posed as a potential buyer agreed to meet Tate to purchase an item with cash near uh, the Near East Side. Uh, It was an intersection of Mount Vernon and North Champion Avenues, about 40 paces from where Williams lived with her three children. Uh, And I don't know who this Williams was. I missed that part. But anyway... Uh, during the exchange, CBD said Tate pulled a gun and robbed the officer, at which point another SWAT officer, uh, an officer, Eric Richard, shot and killed Tate. Autopsy revealed in early April uh, that Richard shot Tate five times, striking him three times in the abdomen, and once each in the chest and head, Tate was pronounced that's dead letting it go. at Grant. So <coughs> here's what's interesting. I was asked by this. I'm not going to tell, I'm not going to disclose who was, who was asking me, but it was not an attorney, no, nobody in the system. Um. And uh, this individual uh, described this and wanted to know the answer to this question that we're going to get to, which is why on earth is Mosinee Sanders being charged with felony murder as a result of that? We'll get to that. But the 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 initial premise of the question was apparently there was the the police set up some sort of sting and shot this kid five times in the back. Yeah, is that true? No, I mean according to the the autopsy says no. So who's the article from? Columbus Alive. Oh, but they were quoting (laughs) the dispatch. And they were quoting dispatch and the autopsy report. So if they misquoted the autopsy report, then shame on them. I just take it for true that part anyway. Um, I have not read the autopsy report, in other words. We could. Public yeah. record, I suppose. Um,
2: All right, so these are, it sounds like facing, the individual was facing him, the cop, he probably pulled a gun on him, so he and
0: pulled his firearm and he unloaded. Yeah, yeah. 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 we've done.
1: It was another man, I can read through this, that it wasn't the guy that got robbed, the, the officer that got robbed that shot him. It was uh, when the officer met Tate, he allegedly pulled out a gun and robbed the agent. That's when backup SWAT team member uh, Eric Richard shot the teenager. So, so gun the, was the, drawn. The one, the one SWAT officer goes up there. Hey, you got the laptop? And uh, Tate. See, that's a, an interesting. Tate pulls out a gun. Your money or and your is life? Like, yeah, your money or your life. And as he pulls a gun and points it at there, his backup is like, "Hey, man, he just pulled a gun on our boy." Let's in them. there.
0: Well, think about the scenario there. Well, right? This is interesting. So you've got, I mean, look, take race out of it, but uh, or let's not take race out of it yet, actually. Uh, I think the kid was uh, African-American. The cops probably were not. I don't know. It doesn't say. Uh, so you've got the alleged racial-motivated uh, shooting, uh, and it looks like uh, three days after, this happened three days after a similar incident in which SWAT officer Robert Voss shot and wounded Kyle Collier, 18, Uh, during a robbery sting stage in the parking lot of a southeast side townhome complex or something similar. Um, Mm. But this is the problem. I mean, this is why in law we have things like firearm specifications, call them gun specs in the vernacular. But a firearm spec, if you commit a crime or a felony and you have a gun with you, it automatically Mm. creates a specification or uh, triggers a specification, meaning an extra little dollop of icing on the (laughs) indictment cake that requires at a minimum a three-year additional flat rate before you do anything sentence in prison. And the reason policy wise is that guns, you know, become dangerous. dangerous. And if you've got a gun with you at the time of a crime, yeah, then it is, enhanced. is. Let's just put it this way. If you didn't have a gun with you, nobody could be shot. Yeah. Or at least not by you. And why
2: it's so dangerous, I mean, as far as being a defendant in that situation is you can have a very low level felony, like a, a felony of the fourth or fifth degree, which, Across the board, probably in the state of Ohio, if you're a first offender, you would get probation for, but if they spec it, you know, gun specification, there's mandatory prison. Sorry, bud.
0: Yeah, and people don't get it. So carrying a gun around with you during the commission of a crime, sometimes people do it just because it's they think it's good, they think it's cool. I've seen prosecutors
2: before in this scenario. You just described maybe somebody does some receiving stolen property thing where they buy, like, something out of the back of a car that clearly you should have known that this is— a hot product that is probably not something that's legit, but they'll spec the fact that they bought a gun. Yeah. So they'll buy a gun in the transaction and then they'll charge them with the receiving stolen property. Cause they paid 25 bucks for the gun or whatever, <laughs> because that's obviously not what you should pay for a gun. And then they'll say, Oh, we're going to put a gun specification on it because you did a crime with a gun, even though you were just buying the item.
0: An early case I did was an appeal. It was down in, uh, Kashocton, and, um, it was actually post-conviction. The The kid was convicted of a string of burglaries, one of which he he stole like a, an antique firearm or something. Hmm. Operable, they tested it, they specked it. So it was like the, he stole a family heirloom gun. <laughs> and they specked it. And they specked it. And uh, it was upheld. I, I challenged that all the way up huh. as far as I could go, and it, and it was upheld. But um, at any rate, in this scenario, you've got this, you've got this first sort of charged up, um, you know, politically charged up anyway, fact pattern where the police have killed a young man. And, uh, maybe re- and there's, as soon as you have different races, no matter what the facts are, there's going to be this, you know, the, the stink and the specter of it. And, and I guess there was a bunch of protesting going on. This is another part of this. And another question I got, there was some protesting going on, uh, up in the short North on this. I think it was the same day as gallery hop and it was a scheduled March, but then some of the protesters, uh, clinged around or hung around a little bit long after the scheduled protest and got arrested and uh, then said it was all uh, because cops were brutal, et cetera. Uh, I did some more prodding into what really happened. I think some folks had chained themselves to cars in the middle of High Street, uh, and that was that. So I think you've gone beyond sort of protesting and into obstruction. Was that
1: protest for her, or was that for Tate? Because originally there was a bunch of people saying that Tate, they said that he didn't have the gun, the cops shot him, went inside of the house, retrieved the gun and planted it on them.
0: The old throw down gun?
1: The old throw down gun is what they were. That's you what know, they were that's so was that protest for that or no. was it for uh because
0: I think it was I, I bet you if you asked all those protesters what they're really protesting, they probably couldn't give you a straight answer. It would probably be more like racism in general <laughs> yeah. or police brutality against uh blacks or uh maybe just pro- what you got, you know, what are you re- yeah. what are you rebelling against what you got. So, uh,
2: well, I'm not saying that's, that's not what happened. Maybe it was, maybe a, it was a racially giant. driven thing, but it's like the the thing we, is, got, we got have body cam now. I mean, if you're going to do a sting, they probably have cameras in all different locations on this guy to figure out what the heck is going on. Well, sure. If yeah. they saw a gun pulled, it's probably because they saw it in one of their vi- – I mean, maybe they
1: saw it from eye shot, but – Well, how about the guy standing there and he pulled the gun on him? Well, see,
2: that's the other weird guy. thing. So the weird thing is this. The guy that got the gun pulled on him didn't react in a way – well, he that could've. would be to defend himself. Yeah,
0: he was at gunpoint.
2: Well, I mean, if I'm a <laughs> cop and I got a gun and they're
1: pulling a gun on me, I might. Well, he's probably got a bulletproof vest well, on Not
0: when you know you got me right behind well, you holding a, a gun on this guy, history. right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, you got your backup. It's like, why would you reach for a gun? Because this guy's like, wow, he doesn't know he's a cop yet. Yeah. Right? So you're going to rob a guy. You see him look like he's going to reach yeah, for a gonna gun. Him. So you're going to shoot him. You don't think you're shooting a cop. You're thinking you're right. shooting the guy that you were going to rob that decided to defend himself. So, yeah, you know, a dangerous okay, game. okay, okay, corral now, mm-hmm. shootout. Yeah, you know, and then at one point there, they uh, discovered who was really to blame for Tate's death, and uh, they, uh, the fugitive apprehension strike team, arrested sixteen-year-old. How, how how do you pronounce her name?
0: Most. I'm just saying Masonique.
1: Masonique. Saunders. 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 So before
0: we get to that, though, let me just say a couple right. more things. And uh, whenever there's a police-involved shooting like this, the first thing is uh, there's going to be an investigation. There's going to be grand jury stuff. I mean, there's there's stuff that will happen. So I don't know the facts. I don't think we do here, but uh, we have to sort of presume that the the county or somebody has looked at this and made a decision that the shooting was either valid, justified, and, and maybe there's disagreements right. there, but somebody has reviewed it and made a decision that way, probably Ron O'Brien's office. And, um, and I guess one of the points I made or when I discussed this kind of thing with people is, and I'm not saying these protests are bad. I mean, please don't take that. I'm not saying there's no such thing as racially motivated uh, police work. It happens, um, but it, it, the first question I always ask, and the question I asked in this conversation was, what are the facts? What happened? Yeah. Not, oh, these cops are racist, or no, they're not racist. I was like, well, what happened? What are the facts? Let's start there. Let's, let's presume uh, that we don't know what's going on, right. and then start asking questions. Um, and uh, the answer I got was five shots in the back. And, you know, it's like, it's yeah. funny how it's like, you, you get, it's like the church game where, uh, I whisper in your ear and you whisper in uh, the beard ear, it goes to Jared, it goes back mm-hmm. to me, it's a different secret then. But anyway, it, it, I think the first question in all these things is, let's at least give it a fair assessment of the facts before we start uh, throwing stones. Uh, and then if the stones are appropriate, let's, let's sling them like mud. But uh, And then protesting-wise, you can't just chain yourself yeah, to a your car on you high. That. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like you're going to get arrested, right? right? That, that transcends protest, becomes criminal. Anyway. Uh, and then, Jared, your point was this Mosinik Sanders, who the hell is this? Apparently, somebody who is an accomplice.
2: Mm. So let's keep it in straight. In the commission here. of a felony. So she's not present. This girl's not present when the shooting happens, right?
0: Uh, not actually at the scene. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: So this is like the, the old scenario that you hear where somebody plans, put a, puts a plan together, rob a bank, all drive. I'm going to park. I don't want to go in there. You go in there. So he goes in there, he holds everybody up, and maybe the night security guard or the deputy or somebody that's on security watch shoots your boy. And uh, let's say he stumbles out back to the car, he's got one in the chest, he hasn't died yet, you guys go driving off, he dies later. It's like you are guilty of murder.
0: Yeah, this is... Because uh, yeah. in
2: this agreement, now
0: somebody's died. Here's what's... Uh, and, and this is a concept that, that hangs up a lot of people and it has to do with, uh, let's just, let's start with conspiracy, conspiracy law. Conspiracy, yeah. Yeah. So if I, if, if, if Jared, you and I agree to go engage in criminal conduct and uh, we have an agreement, like, just like a contract, like, yeah. like the beard agreeing to uh, give you a check in exchange, we will give them $200.
2: Or let's go out to a beach and let's dig up this cocaine. Oh.
0: Coquina. Yeah. We could go uh, dig up the Coca-Cola. And uh, so, I, no, there's a conspiracy there, too. And, and so the one, uh, all the members of the conspiracy become responsible for the conduct of the others. So the wheel man in the bank robbery is guilty of murder if the teller gets shot, that kind of thing. I mean, that's the, the wheel man being the getaway driver. Mm-hmm. You can get tied mm-hmm. up in
1: conspiracy with people you've never met.
0: Happens all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. So
1: it's you like the new guy, the new guy, the talk to a guy, the talk to a guy. You guys are all together.
0: And and the law seems very simple to say it this way, but it gets so convoluted. You start digging into conspiracy law and what comes in, what you're responsible for, what you're not, it gets sort of confusing. But uh, there's a couple things to note about conspiracies. I happen to love evidence. And uh, as soon as I hear conspiracy and my clients charge a conspiracy, I think, well, that really sucks. <laughs> <Okay. 'Cause. laughs> Uh, statements of co-conspirators can become admissible yes, uh, if made during the course and scope of the conspiracy. They are not, by definition, hearsay mm-hmm. under, I think, Ohio Evidence Rule 801-D2-E, if I'm not mistaken. I might be on the E part, but uh, so then all of yeah, a
2: sudden— D2, Yeah, D2-E. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds right. Yeah. So then, then all of a
0: sudden, it becomes a it, it's a open door for a bunch of really crappy evidence to come in against your client, and not only that, substantive evidence that means it can be used to support the conviction. Relevant only for the lawyers who care about trial evidence. But um, on another note, that and those my,
2: co-conspirators might say whatever they want, they can to save their own skin. So right, it's coming in but, anyway.
0: Well, it's got to be during the course and scope of the conspiracy. So things you said afterwards to snitch are not in the course and scope and furtherance of the conspiracy, so they don't necessarily... I understand, but them.
2: if they say, well, a, I will, we'll give you a good deal, but you got to come in here and say he did this, this, and this. Oh, yeah, I, I can say that. He definitely said this at this point and at this time. It's
1: like, who knows if they're really telling you telling you the truth. Or he just told me he to always said. has this much. Yeah. He always has this here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it yeah. becomes yeah. solid truth, even if yeah. the guy, whenever he told him that, was lying. Yeah, the guy's got six
0: carts on hand
1: at all times, like
2: stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Seven.
0: <laughs> all right, we have digressed somewhere. Where are we going with all this? Oh, uh, well,
2: you were talking about there's somebody that remains Mosek. nameless that uh, is doesn't understand the concept. Which I think a lot of people would understand that concept of this dead person and why somebody that not even is not even there is
0: responsible for murder. And you correctly pointed out you've got this wheelman murder rule where the getaway driver at the uh, during a bank robbery is responsible for the murder that occurs within the bank uh and this isn't sort of similar now what's Which weird is, about it yeah,
2: i was gonna ask this maybe you're going there go ahead
0: uh it's like the person who died here is the conspirator is the accomplice it is not a third party is that where you were going or do you have something no else?
2: it's like when you look at the law i mean this this is kind of a convoluted way to look at it but it's like i mean the was it murder it was justified was it <laughs> the self-defense person was defending themselves you know what i mean well, We'd the person him. was
0: at fault in starting uh, the fray uh, yeah, by going yeah, in to commit a yeah, crime. Right. So that would negate. But it's a great question. So, I mean, look, if you're getting charged with a murder, can you assert the same defense as the person who committed or right. uh, who is dead? I mean, that's not it. So you'd be asserting the defense, of, asserting the cop the defense the of the asserting the defense of the person that actually yeah. pulled the trigger, yeah. But you're really in the place of the... So this, this sort of turns it all on its ear. Uh, so... Uh, and this isn't just Ohio. I mean, common law goes way, way, way back. We all learned about this in first year of law school in criminal law, or if you took it in second, mm-hmm. I don't know what they did up there in uh, Thomas Coolman. <laughs> uh, they just kind of yeah,
2: he, just mm-hmm. give you the test He'll and say, say, yeah, you're good enough. Good, good luck.
0: Old-fashioned man. criminal law. It's called the felony murder rule. So if, you, oh, yeah, if somebody yeah. dies during the commission of a felony, <clears> it is a murder. You're charged with murder. So you're like, uh uh I just went there to commit a robbery. Yeah, but somebody died. Now it's murder. Yep. Yep. Too bad. Yep. Now, what if the person who got killed is your buddy, in this case, your boyfriend? Murder. Murder. And what if the person who, who killed him is not a criminal, but a cop? Murder. Starts to get dicey, doesn't it? What if when you
2: bust through the door, 80-year-old man who's uh, standing in line freaks out and has a heart
0: attack and dies?
1: Murder. Murder. Murder.
0: Yeah. 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 So, the, the here's the linchpin of this. Uh, it's got to be... Uh, they have this, they have this weird sort of unknown, probably still unknown uh, in most legal circles, this notion of proximate causation. Um, it just is sort of this thing is like, it, it, it's got to be a proximate result or proximate cause of the conduct in order to, in order to qualify under the felony murder rule. But all that really means is that it's got to be foreseeable on some level. Um, or reasonably foreseeable on some level. And I think if... if so they,
2: they, you're saying they'd have to prove that the gal that wasn't there knew that this was their scheme, that we're going we're gonna to load stuff up online. When they get there, we're just going to pull a gun on them and rob them and take off.
0: Yeah, so you would okay. have to know, well, here, here's what this is. Um, but what
2: if, they, well, it goes into the subjective intent, but what if his plan is just to beat him up? He pulled a gun. I know, but does she know that? Does she know he's going out there with a piece and, and doing this? They had done it multiple times before. Okay, so they
1: had evidence that she knew all this was going on. That's the claim. Okay. I don't know what the evidence is. The claim is that they had they'd been doing this. Okay. I'm pretty sure they were at an abandoned house whenever, you know, he was like, yeah, come meet me at 123 Abandoned House Drive. And the guy was like, this is a great place for a deal. Yeah. And he went there, and, but it was a SWAT team because they'd been following house. them. And, you know, what it was was like a couple people got robbed. They went in and said, hey, I got robbed, and this is, so they showed their social media. Well, I went to pick gotcha. this product up. So they, you know, went in to follow through and track it and set up their own, you know, what, you know, if the guy would have, if, if the kid would have came out with the product that he had online and said, hey, it's 200 bucks for whatever he was selling, then they would have been like, oh, I guess there was nothing here. He's actually selling,
2: you well, know, it, still,
1: it just depends on the product. I mean, if they give him big screen TVs for 100 bucks...
2: Then they're going to think he's yeah. I don't know what the deals were. Yeah.
0: Well, let's 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 back up and review some law because it's actually is sort of interesting. Um, it, it makes it makes a lot of sense to say that if the teller gets shot by an accomplice, then you know I can uh, people can connect that dot, right? That all right that, that are the pr- but what if one of the other accomplices gets killed? is that murder for the remaining accomplices or co-conspirators? That, that's a harder question. Apparently Ohio is one of 12 estates that have that rule of, or have not abolished such a rule, and ex- we extend our felony murder rule to do that. Jeff, we even worked on a case. Were you around right when I worked on that case? Where so. uh, It was a drive-by shooting. And, uh, oh, the execution? Uh, I re- No, no, no. I represented a guy who, uh, during a drive-by, I was on appeal, during a drive-by uh, shoot <clears throat> Oh, I know that, put yeah. A, he was in the passenger seat. Holds his gun over the roof of the car as they're driving by. Pulls a trigger, you know, sort of gangster style, and uh, had his gun pointed down. Shot the driver through the roof. <laughs> Holy shit! Killed the driver. Was charged with attempted murder on the, the drive. People he was driving by. Murder on the driver, right? Yeah. And it's it's a. And we also thing. have a drive-by specification in Ohio. So if you're shooting a drive-by, that be, that becomes a specification that can add mandatory time. time. Yeah, it's yeah. bad. But the felony murder rule: no person in Ohio, no person shall proximately cause the death of another person as the result of committing a first or second degree felony. Um, now that's that's the Ohio law. So if you, I
2: am laughing because I just I have this visual of this guy you? being like, hey, boom, boom, <laughs> boom, 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 and he's sitting next to the driver, and just have the driver just mind. Can you imagine me sitting
0: there? No, everyone, it oh was a head scratcher, but. Um, the, uh that's the felony murder rule. Now, we're going to get to Sanders' arrest and all that stuff, but uh, apparently, and I'm reading, this is the quality research out of Columbus Alive. But California has recently uh, limited uh, and restricted the felony murder rule in that state. Uh, legislatures in Kentucky and Hawaii have abolished the rule, and in 2017, Massachusetts ended the process uh, through the courts, joining Michigan, which did away with it in uh, a state Supreme Court ruling about 40 years ago, calling the rule, quote, an historic survivor for which there is no logical or practical basis for existence in modern law. More recently, apparently Pennsylvania has debated a bill uh, that was supposed to curtail or back off the practice of felony murder. Uh, Generally, there's just a lot of fanfare about it and a lot of debate about it. Uh, it, What's your personal
2: position? I mean, I I don't think that's a bad rule. I mean, if you're going to go out and commit felony crimes and somebody dies, I mean, I think the law should be harsh. With that.
0: Yeah. So my personal opinion on it is that it's a legislative decision, not a judicial one. I don't find any constitutional problems with it. I'd like to read why Michigan uh, condemned it. But
2: I mean, the the problem obviously becomes like when it becomes too attenuated, which is getting close here. Yeah. I mean, mean? that's the approximate cost. So the elements
0: bake in that, you know, they bake in that uh, that debate. As a factual matter. So, proximate cause means you have to have some reasonable foreseeability (laughs) that somebody might be murdered or the murder could occur as a result of your acts. Now, here, let's, and this is the other thing I told my, 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 in this debate, or not debate, discussion I had. I was like, well, look, let's, let's assume for a second, let's just assume certain facts to be true for purposes of our discussion. That is, uh, there was a conspiracy that Mosinique knew that there was going to be a robbery. In so a, maybe she's the one posting
2: it
1: or sent the website or. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Helped out. Yeah. Posted it on. Yeah, it. And
1: it's like, if let's say that it wasn't a SWAT team and the robbery happened and a scuffle happened and he killed the victim.
0: Cor- yeah. Right. Then, so have it that way. So
1: then people might not be as, as, as much to be like, I can't believe she's getting charged. They would probably be like, well, you know what I mean? Bonnie and Clyde it's a little set, bit clearer. set this yeah, up. Right. It's a little bit more yeah. clear. Yeah. It's it, the confusing part is, is that, He was shot and killed by an officer. But now if you were to flip the script and it was just a straight robbery and he killed the, you know, the victim, then people would probably be like, yeah, they should both get locked up. They're Bonnie and Clyde and they were, they had their their scheme together and and they were ripping these people off and this guy got killed. Well, they did have a scheme together and they were ripping people off and the person that got killed just happened to be, you know, one of the the co-conspirators. And it was
0: a cop who did the killing and it has this underlying um, powder keg of a potential race debate on top of it all of a, of a potential race related shooting. I mean, it's like it couldn't be a more perfect storm for this debate. Mm-hmm. So when you have these, when I have these, when I assess cases like this, I always start with certain given facts, not that they're true, but let's say if they are true, what would the law be? And then we can start adding in the variables and and then see how our analysis might change. But if you don't start at least at the beginning, then you've got nothing. I mean, if you just jump right to "oh, it's race related, and therefore she's not yeah. guilty," it's like, all right, well, maybe. I mean, you get yeah. the, the, how the, many yeah. paths you're going to go down. Yeah, you can't get a firm <laughs> grip on the facts. And I think at the end of my discussion, um, it, it, the person with whom I was discussing this uh sort of understood. It. He's like, he, he got a little legal education on how we look at things because you have to look at what are the facts first, and then let's make. <clears throat> Let's make some narrow assumptions just to start, so we have some baseline understanding of what we're what the rules are, and then we can start adding in facts. That's that's like a mm-hmm. one one L, right? It's yeah. so your first year in law school, you do that stuff. So uh, we have a case in Ohio called State versus Lovelace. Lovelace. So State versus Lovelace. Um, Paul Wayne Lovelace driving a stolen car ran a stop sign during a police chase, uh, while in pursuit. Uh, one of the officers ran the same stop sign, striking another car and killing its driver. All right, so you follow this? Cop kills the guy. High speed chase. Cop kills a guy. All right. Okay. Uh, though convicted of involuntary manslaughter rather than the felony murder, Lovelace was held uh, causally causally responsible for the victim's death under the same standard that would have been applied in a felony murder case. So what they're saying is this is the causation element. This is proximate cause. In other words, proximate cause is like. All right, I caused that, but it's like if I drop this domino and it drops the next domino right. and the next domino. Well, let's say there's a gap in dominoes, and then mysteriously, without any other intervening causations, the all the dominoes stop and then start back up. Mm-hmm. You know, am I, am I responsible for causing the second set of dominoes to fall if there's no causal link? And uh, that might be the best way to look at proximate cause. Yeah. and then insert in that gap this notion of can you foresee it happening? Yeah. So let's
2: say if I, if, you know how, because whenever there's like a fleeing situation, all the cops are re- responding and they're, they're saying, we need help. We need help. Get over here. So let's say the guy runs out to his, you know, they're miles away. He runs out <clears> to his car, backs up, didn't know there was a kid behind his car in the police parking lot. I know far-fetched, but he hits the kid, right? So he kills the kid, but he's far away from this fleeing situation. He's just responding to it. Is that felony mur- murder? Is that the same si- situation?
0: Well, again, yeah. it's, it's. Is like, that
2: too attenuated? It, maybe. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's and, just all up for debate.
0: And we have, yeah. and I think at least constitutionally it's protected in the sense that um, the jury has to decide that fact. The jury has to decide the proximate cause stuff. And if a jury comes back and says, yeah, so there's proximate, I, that, that death was proximately caused or approximate result, um, at least you get a factual shot or a swing at the apple um, at a trial. And it's not presumed or uh, or forced down the jury's throat, legally speaking. So, uh, look, what do I think? What do you think about the felony murder rule? I mean, it's it's weird. It's weird. I I think
2: it's I think it's got its place. Um, You know, it's it's uh, I think it's good. I frankly think it's good legislation. If somebody dies in the commission of committing felonies, I mean, we got to take that serious. So the law takes it serious. Doesn't mean we can't negotiate it to something else, as we might talk about here shortly about what happens to this scale. Yep. Um, But. We can start
0: with murder. That's where you're going to start, and we can go from there. Sure, and I think the other point we have to make here is that the prosecutor ultimately, and, and this is one of the criticisms, but also one of the, uh, one of the saviors, I think, is the process, one of the criticisms is it gives a, a huge uh, dose of discretion to the prosecutor. The prosecutor enjoys a lot of power in this situation to make a decision on whether to charge a felony murder because the consequences of that are enormous. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go right. to court with an indictment on murder, <clears throat> like, all right, well, that's not just a robbery anymore. Now i got to right. defend a freaking murder charge where if I lose, it's 18 to life.
2: And frankly, a felony murder, I guess, just based on the elements of what you have to prove, it's probably easier to prove than some intended murder. In
0: uh, and, and a lot of ways, yeah. yeah. Right. What I mean, so because if you, you commit have the purpose. felony and there's a
2: death. Yeah. Yeah. Someone died, period. Yeah. In yeah. Sense. yeah.
0: You don't have the purpose. But, uh, so that's the one problem. But the other problem is just the same thing, or the other sort of savior of it is the same thing. The prosecutor has to make the choice and then bring the evidence into a courtroom and prove it. Yeah. Uh, so they can't just say it and make it so. They have to say it, indict it, and then go prove it so. Uh, now, we all know here at the Lawyer Talk table, and Jared too, after working through a case or two with us, uh, when you're charged with something like that and go to a jury trial, it is an enormous, enormous undertaking to defend yourself. hmm so to I, I think it would be a whitewashing of the reality to say that people enjoy this great protection of the burden of proof. I think it's an awesome one, but it doesn't insulate you from mm-hmm. having to go through the process and risking everything on the roll of the jury dice. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, it is what it is. In Ohio, apparently, there is felony murder, but there's more to this case.
2: And I feel like we got to bring up, Steve, the thing that you've said before, um, where there was a jury that sort of cited maybe— Felt like they were doing a favor to one of your clients. Found him guilty of something, but not guilty of a, of the rest. And it's like their understanding of things. You go back there, and it's like, well, what's going to happen to him now? He's going to go to prison for life. <laughs> no, no, I mean? no, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: It was 18 counts. The guy was accused. Nothing short of falsely. I will say it on the record here at Lawyer Talk, on the record, on the air, in every way. This guy did not do this. He was accused of uh, having sex with his uh, daughter. And it was a nonsense allegation. It was complete nonsense. And uh, we tried the case, 18 counts. And I heard 15 not-guilties. And then three guilties. And the, and the counts were all in triplets. There was like three different charges for yeah. each alleged instance of mm-hmm. conduct. And the the allegations were absurd. Um, and then we heard three guilties at the end. And uh, we go talk to the jury afterwards and you know they're sort of milling around the jury room they're all happy come up shake my hand hey great yeah. job you know give us your card love to have you defend us someday if we ever got in trouble you're the guy all that stuff you hear and then they said when's sentencing i was like oh yeah it just happened <laughs> <laughs> and they're like what do you mean i said yeah we just did it what was the sentence life no what do you mean yeah life <laughs> for what his is. life yeah. when does he get out he doesn't yeah. <laughs> And it's like, yeah, you could hear a pin drop and it. The whole jury, just their jaws at the floor because they don't get to know what the possible yeah, punishment right. will be if they convict. And they're like, they even said it. They're like, we thought we did you a favor. We <laughs> thought we were helping you. <laughs> you know, because they can, they acquitted on most of them. Uh, yeah. yeah right, right, right. It's like right. to them, it was like uh, hand yeah. grenades and horseshoes. Yeah. It was like, yeah. no, 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 this is uh this is the yeah. real deal. One is enough. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I
2: tell you, when you throw it in there, and you have that—you've Jared, you've experienced that limited amount of time, maybe a couple days, maybe one day in some of these counties that just do it quickly. It's like one day for everything you've prepared, for all those moments, for all those little pieces of evidence, for and then for uh, for a few folks to decide. Yeah, I mean it's it's Wife. it's huge. It's huge. All right, That's so why I'll probably die when I'm fifty. It just stresses you out. Retire. Yeah.
0: All right, so this uh, Moseneke. What about her? She was. Uh, a juvenile, as it turns out. It had a juvenile record, a pretty extensive one, I guess. Uh, I don't know it. Uh, but they, 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 meaning Ron O'Brien's office, Frank County Prosecutor's office, uh, charged her uh, not only for a complicity or, or conspiracy or whatever it would be to engage in this robbery, but also murder because murder. her accomplice, uh, uh, Julius Tate Jr., was killed by the police. <clears throat> So this 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 was all sorts of debate, and then the issue became: she's only a juvenile. Let's charge now her as an adult. Now we're back to it. Um, yeah. So, you know, we we you can rewind the tapes, turn those machines back on, and you can go all the way back to our discussion about juvenile bindovers. Yeah. And, and there's uh, a difference here too. She's 16, so there's the mandatory bindovers and discretionary bindovers. <clears throat>
2: Where does she fall at 16? Discretionary?
0: This is a no, no, no. Yeah. If there's probable cause on a murder, it's, it's always, it's right. always. There's gotcha. no amenability yeah, yeah. hearing, right? Right. Yeah. At 16. Um, so, really, all so to bind somebody over. So, when we talk about bindover, I remember hearing that term yeah. before law school. I had no idea what the hell it was. Right. Meant. Um, and, and it doesn't just mean in the context of juvenile court, there's other types of bindovers. Well, let's just talk about transferring a case, which is what Ohio law says, from a juvenile court to an adult court, even though you're dealing with a 16 year old girl. And what we're talking about is she goes to adult prison where mm-hmm. adults live, where adults are serving time for adult crimes. And what the, you know, there's this, like you said, Bill, there's two different kinds of bind overs. Let's just talk about them quickly. The, the one would be a discretionary bind over where uh, there's two things, big picture things the prosecutor has to establish. One, that there is at least enough evidence to show that the person or the young kid committed the offense. And then they have to show that the juvenile on these discretionary ones is not amenable Amenable. to rehabilitation in juvenile court using juvenile court stuff. So what does that really mean? They really hate the juvenile. It's so bad. It's so horrible. It can't be helped here. His brain's
2: not developed yet, but yeah, okay. But then
0: she falls in the other category. There's another category. If you commit really bad crimes like murder, Mm -hmm. felony murder, uh, ones and twos, murder or felonies, ones and twos, murders, that kind of thing, uh, and you're of a certain age, then all the prosecutor has to show is probable cause mm-hmm. that there's just enough mm-hmm. evidence. And next thing you know, she's sitting in, in adult, adult court mm-hmm. with a real life adult indictment. It's crazy. So I want everybody mm-hmm. here. So this is my mm-hmm. soapbox. I, I, I don't believe in these bindovers. I just don't. Um, and, and there's, there's psychological reasons. I think we have learned a lot. And if you'd asked me at the beginning of my career, I would have, I would have had a different answer, but, mm-hmm. uh, studying psychology and talking to, uh, we had an expert here at Lawyer Talk helping us out, uh, gave us some insight into this. Uh, there are, simply put, uh, parts of our brains that do not develop until uh, sometimes well into your 20s. And historically, what's ironic is it, through the simplicity of no science at all, but just watching people, uh, historically, the Western civilization or legal system understood this. And, you know, th- there, was a, there was a time when if you were a certain age, I think it was 12 or under, you didn't have the capacity at all, like by capacity, mm-hmm. legally speaking, they couldn't prosecute you for crimes because you just didn't have the... Didn't have the men's way. You, you couldn't develop enough mentally to actually do it or to, to be held responsible for your acts. So think about all the dumb ass stuff you did at 16 mm-hmm. years old, 14 years old. He and Jared go. Jared. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you had the biggest smile on your face. I'm
2: not trying to pick on you, but yeah, you're right.
0: I mean, I remember toilet paper in houses and driving away at high rates of speed, you know, it's like a little, a little a little thing, yep. A little uh, check in the time-space continuum and yep. you know, I've killed somebody, you know, it's like mm-hmm. it, it's hor- it's horrible. And and everybody's kid, anybody who's got a 16-year-old think to yourself, how many times have you thought, what a freaking dumbass that kid is. Like <laughs> Or it's like you're going to let your 16-year-old go out and do adult stuff.
1: Well, at 16 years old, I was probably the smartest man to walk the face of the earth. Exactly. And My father knew <laughs> yeah. nothing. Yeah, yeah ask right. me, right? right. And right. then as you get older, like you say, as you roll through your 20s, you find out that you're not as smart as you thought you were. And yeah. he was right. And he was smarter nice. than you were. And all of the things that he said would happen are happening. And you just, it, you don't. You know what I mean? At that age, you're, you're 12 foot tall and bulletproof. There's yeah. nothing slowing you down and nothing could happen to you.
0: Yeah, you don't. I've
1: seen Steve say it for, I mean, he chooses the right time to do it with a kid that really needs it. But
2: he'll sit down and be like, here's the deal, man. You're an idiot. You don't know it yet. You don't think you're an idiot, but
0: you're an idiot. And I, you know I mean? My language so, might be a little bit more harsh depending on the situation. Right, but right. You're an effing dumbass. Yeah. Jackass, I use a lot too. Yeah. And the problem yeah. is you don't even know it. And you know how I know it? Because I was a dumbass, too. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. like, and and I think it is true. I hate to be sexist about it, Jeffrey, but I think (laughs) guys are worse than girls.
2: No, I think so. I mean, I think that's, oh, for sure, that that men's brains are slower to develop than women. Yeah, Yeah. It it
0: happens quicker, I think, by and large, on the female side than it does the male side. Yet another difference. But uh, it's like we don't. Uh, it's no secret why at 18 we were willing to take risks that we would never take now. Um, At 18 years old or 17 years old, I was walking on second-story walls, framing houses, not even thinking about it. I mean, a little bit of a tinge of of, of second thought, but everybody else is doing it. I can do it, too. Right, you can do it, too. Um, That's why in the military, you know, they're not taking the 35-year-olds to battle. They're taking the the 18-year-olds. In World War II, there was a lot of young kids going. And not to say the older guys didn't do it too or to take anything away from their bravery, but it's like if you can't, if you don't have the mental capacity to assess the risk, um, you're willing to take a lot more of them, right? <laughs> I mean, it's really simple by very definition. You
1: have less fear. You, ha- you know what I mean? And just down to looking at a child that has no fear because they, yeah. they don't know consequences. They haven't been through. They haven't got hit in certain situations yeah. to where you have no
0: fear as a little kid, that's a great point. So it's not just physiological. Bill is leaving. Sorry, guys. The has left the room. All right, Bill has left. Everybody. Now we can get really to it. No, it's like you don't. It's a great point you just made. It didn't never dawn to me like that to to look at it this way. It's like not only do we have the physiological differences, our brains aren't quite developed yet, but you also have this other difference, which is incrementally we we learn the hard way throughout our lives, yeah. and the severity of those lessons increases uh, step by step in our lives. So. You know, the dumb mistake you make when you're one, you fall down, but you're only falling down a foot. Or when you first start walking, you're only falling down like a little bit into carpet. Um, The dumb mistake you make when you're 10, uh, you know, maybe you poked yourself with or you touched a hot stove and you got burned. You know, whatever it would be, but those aren't that severe. But you've learned to deal with those consequences and understand risk. uh, And that lets you incrementally understand the next uh, level of right. risk or, or an incrementally greater risk and it's, then make decisions
2: it's funny you should bring up this brain stuff Have you guys watched um free solo yet free solo awesome movie it's about a guy that free solos El cap um i don't even know where it is, but man it's it's this basically sheer wall, but they hooked up to his brain he's older um but they hooked up to his brain a bunch of things to sort of test it, and they had they showed on like the cat scan and the m r i that when he was under those stressful situations like where i mean literally one slip off of a sheer wall he's dead um his brain doesn't react normally and it's funny because he the doctor sort of like reports this to him and he's just like what sort like are you saying i'm like a cyborg or something you know what i mean and it's weird because i thought about it in the juvenile setting because it's almost like he it his brain developed but he kept the juvenile mentality that mentality of like well i can climb up all these other guys are climbing on this on this roof why shouldn't i be and because you've never had that fall or that experience or that moment or haven't had just your brain to develop to foresee what could happen it's like this kid that does this and everybody's like that guy's crazy dude if he slips one slip he's done and no ropes no nothing and uh but there's an actual i mean he's not he hasn't like trained himself to be that way like he was clearly born that way or something in his brain has made him that way because he can be in those very stressful
1: stressful situations do you know who travis pastrana is yeah absolutely he's, he's a he's renegade like that i mean he's yeah. just uh, this guy jumped out of an airplane without a parachute it, didn't he didn't he chase it down well no oh, no no he no, hit the net no no well you know he no he he jumped out and then yeah they, th- he they threw he chased they, they threw they the, the <laughs> pack out yeah he jumps out of the plane puts Puts it on, in the air, and then and it. Yeah, they so vid- yeah, they videotape the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. And so I mean, he, he was—he was
2: nuts. But they're starting to realize, just like you're relating the that we're starting to realize where juvenile's brains are at for committing these offenses. They're starting to realize that people that are like that—it's really not their fault in a lot of ways because they just have this different way of thinking and they need that.
0: So here's where here's where our society goes awry on this, and I think our case that the one we've talked about um, is is perfect. Everybody on the face of it would agree with us. I think, at least I hope. I think everybody would understand conceptually. All right, our kids' brains aren't fully developed. It's very difficult to um, hold them to the same level of responsibility that we might somebody who's twenty five, thirty, or thirty five years old in the criminal defense or criminal justice system. Yeah, until they commit an act you don't like. Right. Yeah. Until right. until something ex- external interferes with it, either politically or you've got an axe to grind, or it's your own child who was murdered by this person, you know, then it gets really hard. Then well, it's a, it becomes
2: very political because we are, our elected officials are going to be driven by what what the, the public wants. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, well, we can't let this happen. You know what I mean? If they're going to, you know, stage some riot or if they're going to pick it or they're going to just, it's going to be all over the news, the person that makes a decision about what to do with that child It might not be in the child's best interest, but they got to do it because that's what the I've been elected by people and
1: that's what the people want. So now we're back to our story. So now we're back to to Miss Saunders. Yes. And uh, the way that people, I mean, which I understand the law. I I, I do. I mean, I don't know how much you can really argue with it. If, you know, I mean, you wrote the ransom letter and the guy goes to kidnap the girl and she's in the trunk of the car and they didn't mean to kill her, but she did. The person that helped initiate it, who wrote the letter, or, you know I mean, supplied the safe house,
0: mm-hmm.
1: has a responsibility for this person's death. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: And now here's, let's extend that a little bit. You've got this, there's a lot of protests. So let's, so let's actually, let's, let's, let's wrap up the Saunders saga. So what what she does is on Thursday, yesterday, this is what, the... 10th friday the 10th friday, right, yeah. friday the 10th so on the night i guess yesterday or last this week she she went in and she admitted uh to a lesser included offense right she uh and and in 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 uh in uh, what am i trying to say manslaughter no as a result of that they kept the prosecutor agreed to keep her case in juvenile court oh okay so um there was a plea deal on thursday allowing sanders to be to avoid being tried as an adult she faces up to three years in prison with a possible release after. Uh, Uh, a period of good behavior, Uh, but she avoided the adult murder charge. She probably, I'm trying to think, she has pleaded, they said she pleaded guilty. That's not exactly what happened. She admitted the offense, the juvenile delinquency offense of involuntary manslaughter and another offense of aggravated robbery. Which is funny. It goes right back to what you're saying, Steve. So in juvenile court, we
2: don't even want them to stand there and say guilty or not guilty because they're juveniles. Yeah. We want them to admit or deny unless you do something really serious. Then we're going to have you as an adult, and you got to plead guilty or not guilty. Sure, you and it's I mean? all
0: that is politically driven, I think, more than factually driven, and in my experience, infinitely uh, politically driven more than actually psychologically driven. I, I mean, well, I, I, I
1: believe this should be kept in, in a juvenile. I mean, mean, this is, yeah. this yeah. is, this this is one of those I like, I mean, situations. Okay, and, I, and
2: that's why they they cut the deal that they that they did. And they, another good thing about you said prison, Steve. Another good thing about that deal is. You know, she faces up to three years in DYS, so Department of Youth Services, not, you know, big boy, big girl prison.
0: And, and, and here's the other footnote. The juvenile court services are no joke. I mean, I, look, I, 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 I dish the on the government. really care. Yeah, I dish yeah. on the government all the time. Yeah. But that is one area where I feel like there are people who really care. There are people who really want to help kids and really want to help kids develop and be productive members of society. And uh, you know, if you don't do that, if we're going to treat our youth that way, that's our future, right? These are the these are yeah. this is what we have. So if you're just wanting to f- flush lives down the drain, you're really flushing our future down the drain. I mean, the kids are jackasses. I was a jackass. We all here were dumbasses. We did stupid stuff. So and, and now that's not to say is there ever a time to bind somebody over? I, I'm not. Sh- it's probably something I would just get rid yeah. of to be perfectly. So frank you guys about. grew up
2: around here, so the juvenile court always existed around here. Yeah. Like, you could get in a fight at school and you would go to Frank County Juvenile Court. I'd go to Delaware, you were a kid. but yes. Delaware, yeah, <laughs> and you too, Delaware. Well, Judge Loudon or, up there, man,
0: hanging Judge Loudon. I, I remember. See,
2: I don't have any any recollection of any, and there's been some, there was some bad stuff that happened when I was in high school, of there being any court in Illinois, in Canton, Illinois, where I'm from, that you would send a juvenile. Huh. I don't. Maybe there is. I just oh, I'm growing sure up. I just never didn't... heard any, but I heard. You know, you oh. get in a fight
0: at school now. You go to juvenile court, right? So, so you have to deal with school a lot. And of... then you have to go to juvenile court for the misdemeanor assault. And this is this is my this is one of my criticisms of our society in general. Is like those problems are no longer dealt with on the on the micro level, you know, of of at home by the teachers. I mean, right. me sitting, and I'm not saying this worked for everybody. I mean, there there are times it required intervention. But me sitting in a principal's office, uh, waiting on your mom or dad to come pick you up or pick you <laughs> up, and then even if they do nothing to you, that is a terrifying experience. And, uh, and now I think that there's a resource officer at school ready to yank you out and just take you to jail or do whatever. And maybe you know, who, who am I to say one's right or wrong? Yeah. It well, j- they
2: solved it there for sure. I remember one time. I got called down to principal's office. You know, everybody's like, ooh, you know what I mean? They go over to the intercom, Mr. Link come to the principal's office. I'm like, what the, what is this? And there were some dudes that lived on my block that were a little bit older than me that I knew, but I didn't hang out with them. And apparently they were throwing rocks at cars in the neighborhood and somebody got their windshield broken. And I remember coming in, I was like, because there was like officers from the, you know, the city in there. And the kid immediately was like, no, 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 no. That dude wasn't with us. Like that dude wasn't. And I was like, with us for what? And they're like, what do you know about throwing rocks at cars? And I'm like, Uh, nothing, Nothing. (laughs) you know what I mean? It's just this awkward situation, but that wasn't, they didn't go to court for that. They just got disciplined at school. They caught their parents called and said, Hey, pay for this freaking person's window and you're in detention for whatever time. You know what I mean?
0: Well, here's, here's what's interesting. Um, a public perspective of this protesters gathered at the Frank County courthouse on Thursday to demand Saunders release. Um, community activists say, The trial is a, quote, gross injustice and called for independent investigation into Tate's death. Um, Okay. So, again, that that,
2: wasn't made racial. Then I was just saying this was. Here it comes. Oh, okay.
0: It's an incredibly, it's incredibly disheartening, said protester Dakem Alexis. This outcome is not one that we anticipated. Uh, It just goes to show you that black people, often black youth, uh, and that black people, often black youth, I think there's a misprint here, are pressured to plead down to accept charges for things that they didn't do. Hmm. Um, now I, I guess on the I think one hand,
2: definitely fits this.
0: I think it does too. Yeah. I think it does too. And, and now I am presuming facts though. I don't look, if there, if there is a factual innocence claim, then certainly go raise it. If that's what makes sense. If there's a factual innocence claim, but it's not that strong then you start cutting deals, right? I right. don't care if you're black, white, yellow, green, brown. I mean, that's what you do, right? I mean. Well,
2: and it'd be a totally different scenario, too, if the guy really did have five shots to the back, like he was running from the scene or something. You know what I mean? You can't, sure. you can't be doing that either. Sure. Or planting so, guns. Like Jared said, there was some rumor that they went and got a gun and brought it back to this, whatever. I mean, all that
0: crap. So let's just take this from our level. We get a kid charged with a crime. Forget about race for a second. Um, and there's a, there's a potential that this kid could be bound over because of a felony murder and charged as an adult. Now we're going to challenge the crap out of that in juvenile court and say, no way there's not even probable cause for the bind over uh, because you can't charge you a felony murder. We might raise some constitutional claims, do whatever. But at the end of the day, if we could structure a resolution where our client didn't have to go to adult court, we could take that off the table. Mm-hmm. Then we have saved a substantial portion of that client's life. Should it have gone the wrong way or, or we've taken the risk away. And, you know so this this brings up a better question I think that transcends race altogether because we've represented people of all races, all color I mean and all genders It doesn't make a difference to me um, it, it's it's we get in this our system is often um, I, I guess more often people realize cases are resolved this way um, to avoid the to avoid the risk the, the risk yeah, because this was a very realistic risk you had somebody dead that is a huge uh uh, you know, that's a big fact from a prosecutor's and in, in the society's perspective. And then it was done under these weird circumstances. Now you're accused of it. So look, fair criticism about race. I, I don't know that it is. I think so many people plead guilty to stuff they didn't do all day long to avoid the risks and consequences of trial. I think it's better said that so many people plead guilty to lesser charges for the same reason, even though they were responsible for something, maybe it was less than what they were accused of, or maybe they just did what they did and, and the beard was so good at doing his job that, uh, it pled down to something a lot less. I mean, that happens, too. But mm. anyway, a lot of— uh, So she hasn't been sentenced yet. We're still waiting on that.
2: She just admitted yeah. to the yeah. the reduced defense of manslaughter and kept it in juvenile court.
1: When we were talking about this case. I was looking up here. The Root—I don't know The Root if I've ever heard of them before, but this is where I'm reading a report from. And at the end here online, they have, you know, the comments, you can discussions and things. And there's not a good one on here. They are all bashing the police and they've got very See, have to, racial out, things going yeah, have to on. Yeah, let's figure out here. what's
2: going on. I mean, because we live in a time now where there's not this like eyewitness, like, hey, well, I saw this. I mean, there should be real footage of what happened.
0: Well, listen to this um, comment, man. So this, this is awesome. I don't say it's all, awesome. it's, it's fascinating. Uh, comment A It's ridiculous that Saunders is being charged with the murder that the Columbus police, all caps, committed absolutely atrocious and a disgusting affront to justice the three year plea deal, deal is absolutely ridiculous comment b all of the woke community activists need to remember this part saunders admitted to being involved in as many as 25 robberies i presume they were armed uh, posing as an online seller she would communicate with potential buyers telling them where to meet uh, or where to meet tate the the the, the kid who did, got shot uh, to purchase cell phones. In addition to the December 7 incident, Sanders also pleaded guilty to aggravated robbery in a November 28 case in which a woman with a child was reportedly robbed and pistol whipped. Uh, she's lucky the prosecutor and the judge accepted the plea deal. So it's like it's it, like the yeah. uh, Well, this opposite. isn't
2: like a, sto- a Stormy Daniels situation. This isn't like let's pick a law that we never enforce and get her. Well, it's not in traffic. That's, right. that's not what this is. This is not cocaine mean? This, Island. Is, this, this happens to be in the news right now, but this is used in Ohio and and throughout the country in a lot of scenarios in the, at least in the states that still
0: well, allow it. I mean I think they're talking about the setup in general it's like they set this they set these people Well he started up.
2: out by saying what the Columbus police department did is is you can see that his anger is that wait a minute she didn't shoot anybody but it's like they're they're trying to impose this felony murder law that he doesn't agree with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well he thinks and it's,
0: like, well, this it's, guy it's doesn't we're like we're not like picking cops, on her
2: because this is some we just want to find something to prosecute her for this comments.
1: gets used I got one here. They're actually serial killers who have found the perfect cover for their hobby. Being a police officer lets you kill with impunity.
2: Well, I mean that uh, may that may be I don't know enough. I mean yeah. that may that may be true. If I they mean, just I'm had sure. we heard about all these robberies, we heard he's armed and he was reaching for the remote to the T V he was selling and they thought it was a gun and shot him, that's a different scenario. Yeah. But if he just pulls a gun out and says, Get on your knees, boy, give me all you got, you know, everything you know everything you have in your in your pockets, well that's a different scenario.
0: If there's a criticism of this it would be the orchestration of the sting and how it went down because they, the police set up, and I'm not saying there was a better way to do it, but I'd, I'd I'd have to give it some thought. The police set up a scenario that was inherently uh, dangerous. If in fact they they were onto these two kids, because think about this, send cop undercover to a scenario where you think you've got the same people who just pistol whipped a woman uh, and her baby or with a, a woman with a baby, like this person said. And you're going to meet the same individual. Well, you know the guy, the kid probably has a gun, uh, because that's the information you had, or at least you have a suspicion. Right. So now, what do you do if you, if this kid pulls a gun on you? I think Jared, you said it's earlier. It's like what's he supposed to do? Grab his own? Then he's going to get shot. So, yeah. So now you have to have a backup with a gun trained on the kid. And then what's that guy going to do? You don't aim for the legs and just wound him. And it's like you're not going. Right. It's not like Spider Man where you can shoot a web over him. I mean, you've got a you've got a horrible scenario here that um, that if you let it go if you're the backup cop and the kid pulls a gun and you let it go, you don't know if your officer is going to get shot. Uh, if you don't let it go and you shoot the kid, now you're in a position where you got to shoot somebody. Mm. Um, maybe, maybe if you, in a movie you would say, well, just wait until the robbery's over and then apprehend the kid. I mean, that doesn't sound that because Then you get in the high speed chase thing or who knows what happens. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a dangerous. Oh, There's just
2: such a line. I'm surprised we don't have any footage of this. A lot of these, um, police, is, police yeah. brutality cases that will have footage out by now about what was actually what they saw. Um,
0: yeah. Anyway, so I can see the protest. I mean, it's a it's a great platform, but I I think my only caveat to any protester on both sides of this would be let's first figure out the specifics of what happened. Well, everybody's basing their
2: opinion on news articles. And if there's one thing I've learned, I'm not trying to get on journalists. I mean, uh, we've had cases that directly are reporting things that are just inaccurate with what's going on with the case. It's like, so, you know, if you've really read your own autopsy, if you've watched any videos, or I'm sure an internal investigation happened, uh, maybe they know the actual truth. But
0: Yeah, don't rubber stamp it, but don't impute your own facts and agendas into it either because just because somebody happens to be of a certain race, I don't think it makes it racial. Just because uh, the police shot somebody, I don't think it's necessarily a bad shooting. Uh, there might be other criticisms of different things as it goes, and, and both those things might be true. It might be nefarious yeah. police behavior. It yeah. might be intentional police behavior. It might be negligent police behavior and setting up a sting that, would, that probably didn't really have a good end game. It
1: wasn't as much of a sting, though, because they were already doing that. You, if, if, if they hadn't been setting up and robbing people, Oh, no, they, they have had never, good reason. They right? would have never been shot.
0: No, 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 absolutely. It's like if you're going to catch these people, what better way to do it other than pose as an undercover buyer or pose as a buyer and you're an undercover police officer. And experience
2: it for yourself. And then, yeah. and then
0: get robbed and catch them. But at the same time, it really doesn't end well. If there's guns involved, it never ends well. And I'm not blaming the police for what <clears> they did. I don't know. I don't do that job. I don't walk the streets every day. But, man, it's, it's just a powder keg. I mean, you're going into a scenario where you know you're going to be the victim of a strong-arm gun robbery. I'm going
1: to be robbed.
0: Yes, with a gun. I and, mean and in order in order to protect me from getting shot, i mean as soon as that gun gets pulled, I mean you know you had trigger happy cops
1: the only good could came out of is if he'd have sold him the PlayStation or whatever he was supposed to be selling them and there was no robbery, and there was nothing that went down Yep. you know mm-hmm. but but that wasn't the deal. I didn't he, want to say trigger know,
0: happy. That was a bad word. You you have you have anti police officers. With you got guns. A high
1: adrenaline. High adrenaline. I mean, they yeah, just got yeah. together, man. They've got to protect one of their guys. They're going in now. He's armed. He's beat people. We know this about him. You know what I mean? So right, everybody yeah. is getting pumped up. They're on, and then you, you, the gun comes out. Yeah, trigger happy was bad
0: word. So I I, I, I what I, I meant well, to describe you would it, hope described. they have
2: the proper training to deal with that too. You got to deal with your emotion in that scenario. Oh yeah, and in, the, and in a lot of training say, why did
1: he shoot him? This many times, a lot of training. They are told
2: empty to the clip. empty the clip. And if you're going to use it, you better make sure that.
0: And we had Derek DeBrasio, the gun yeah. guy, the gun lawyer. He was like, "There's studies on this too. It's like the adrenaline rush at that particular time, whether you're trained or not trained. There's a lot of police officers that don't even know. I mean, any individual you've talked about a shooting, whether it's a civilian or police officer, uh, it's very often you hear that I. It's sort of blank. Like I just mm-hmm. pulled the trigger. Remember, it becomes a surreal pulling the trigger, mm-hmm. and you can't really effectuate it. Like in remember- remember it in real time i mean it's it's an odd thing, but yeah. anyway, uh taking on all the hard issues
2: well, i say i I'll say, look racism still exists, it's still out there, it's still very real, and I mean, if that's what happened here, that's then hopefully we get to the bottom of it, but there is this uh this pull with whatever you enjoy in society, whether it's um maybe you're part of the l b g t q community, let's say that this was a person that was part of that community. Um, you want to make sure that if you are going to protest something that you're doing it for the right reasons, not just to jump on another, another bandwagon calling it racism or sexism or yeah, whatever nothing
0: it is. Uh, there's nothing more damaging to a cause or a claim than to do it uh, to jump the gun. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's like, and who
2: knows? I mean, it's, from everything, I didn't know much about this, but everything we've read here today, I think that the investigation seems incomplete about ex- what exactly happened.
0: Yeah. We haven't, we have, we have not gotten all those. Maybe we can go back and revisit once all this, once all the reports get released, but, um, we
2: should find out who uh, her lawyer was. Maybe when
0: it's all said and done, they come in here. Uh, I did not look at that. It's, I'm guessing it's somebody appointed, but, uh, yeah, we'll look at that and maybe make contact with that individual and, and get the inside scoop. But, at the end of the day, I think a decent result for somebody who admitted to committing all these robberies, somebody who admitted to being a part of this one—if not there and pulling the trigger—certainly part of it in a way that uh, that I think demands some judicial interaction, right, or intervention. So.
2: Yeah, I mean, based on everything I heard, I think this is probably a, a fair way to resolve it. I mean, if she gets bound over for murder and it gets tossed in front of a jury with this kind of allegation, and now we're right back to the situation you had where you feel like you're doing somebody a favor, but you're getting life. It's like, yep. there's no, it's very difficult to shake yourself out of that no and to avoid all that risk. Um, and who knows? We don't even know what the sends will be yet. I mean, everybody's yeah. saying she could go to DYS, but I mean, she could the BSYL, get probation a serious too. Youth I, mean, offender. I mean, there's all yeah, sorts of things. Yeah.
0: So. And, and hopefully, some counseling and guidance moving forward. Yeah. Yep. With those words of wisdom, we are lawyer talk off the record on the air, talking about all the difficult issues, taking on the political debates, uh, and giving the firm but fair analysis to it all. Here at Lawyer Talk, off the record on the air, at least until now.